Welcome to Ann's Cast. We're so happy that you're listening. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please rate us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps a bunch. You can interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the listen. Welcome back to the Ann's Podcast. We are back. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. It's been a while. <laughs> episode 41. Hey. It's been a freaking month, man. Dude, it's been a month. But we did 40 episodes, a couple breaks in between. Yeah. And then we just took it. I, it, there was some, there was some stuff. I had a busy, <clears throat> my daughter uh, got into dance uh, mm-hmm. with the middle school, and for like a three-week span there, they had competitions. So the one week that they had a competition that it snowed and it got canceled, there was like eight inches of snow. So I was like, mm, it's probably not worth risking driving up here just so we could record in the eight inches of snow. Yeah. And then the next weekend that they had off that I thought I'd be able to record, they ended up moving the dance competition from the snowed out weekend to the next weekend. And right. Then, yeah. So, but... And then I was out, we were out of town one weekend. Yeah. See some, see a friend down in California. And... Dude. This stuff. Crazy. This life. But in the process, a lot of shit has happened. Yeah, why don't you tell us about some of that? <laughs> Why you tell us about some? Well, for starters, I hit the big four zero yesterday yeah, on March first. March first, yeah. So <clears throat> I was thinking about this, yeah, and I was throwing around some questions in my head, like you know, let's talk about this. So we talked about it a little bit last night um, because my birthday. We're recording on March second here, so yeah. my birthday was yesterday, and we had a dinner, yeah. <clears throat> and my wife surprised me with you and Shelly showing up for dinner. Right. Excited about that. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I had thrown around the question of these were two que- Here's two questions I put under 40th birthday when I was making notes of like things that we can, you know, talk about. Uh-huh. One is gifts. And I just as all I wrote was gifts, question mark. Uh-huh. And then I wrote, do you feel like you have to do something big? Question mark. So for 40, for 40, because I feel like there's this, there's this sense of it's your 40th. You need to do something big. So like my wife, she's three years away from this, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully she does not bother by me saying that <laughs> <laughs> she looks good for her age. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's three years away from hitting this and I'm thinking, do I need to plan something big? Like, is she expecting that? Because for right. me, I could give two shits less. Right. Like you even texted me and said, Hey, uh, like, what are you doing? Have any big plans? And I was like, right. Nope, keep it simple, stupid. That's my motto. Right. So for me, I didn't care. Right? right. And so my wife comes to me and she says, Hey, we're going out to dinner with my, uh, your parents and your brother and sister. And I was like, Oh, sweet. And then you guys showed up. So it was cool to do that dinner thing, but I don't feel like I need anything big. And yeah. I think, is it, is it expected by most people to have a big, 40th birthday? Uh, you know, I think on decades in general, I think 
it just an acknowledgement. I don't know about big. It depends on who you're with, if they want to make it big or who you are, if you want to make it big. But I think decades and fives, people tend to kind of like celebrate a little bit. So you're going to hit 45. No. What are you hitting? 46. Just You're already 45? Yeah. Oh, shit. Did you feel when you hit 45 that you needed anything big? No. So you see, you're the same as me. No. You're like, yeah. No. I don't even remember what I did or what we did. or. Yeah, exactly. I do. You said the other one was presents. Presents. Gifts. I always want presents. Well. <laughs> For every birthday. Here's the problem, though. When, when so, it comes to presents, <laughs> I want presents, I'm still a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I want Still, I want everybody I know to get me a present. Everybody you know to get you a present. That whether never happens, big or small, it, it never will happen. But uh, do I you have a mindset presents. of what it should be like? If if somebody brings you a present, <laughs> here's another thing I was yeah. going through my head. If somebody brings you a gift, yeah. do you look at who it is and think, okay, this is about what I think they would have gotten me? And then when you open it knowing what it is then do you go mm, that was a little less than what they should have probably have done or do you, like, no. do, do you have a judgment to it you know well, what I'm saying? well at this point not a lot of people give me any gifts for right. my birthday mm-hmm. unless i have a party people will tend to feel like they feel like they got to get a gift you know, right right so but also at this point the people in my life don't change a whole lot and i know what kind of gift to expect from them. Yeah. You're going to be pretty decent or shitty. And, you know, so they never disappoint either way. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. So from, but I do feel like, uh, to get gifts, I got to give gifts. So I've been thinking about that, you know, giving gifts more often, uh, kind of get gifts. Oh, so you're so this is the so thing. you're pre-planning here. You've got a pre-planning thing going on. Yeah. So this is the thing. <laughs> I'm not giving gifts because I love you. You're giving gifts to get gifts. I'm giving gifts to get <laughs> something back. <laughs> In the great. hopes of getting something back. <laughs> you're a total. Kid. I can give two <laughs> shits if you like the gift that I just gave. When you. it comes to getting birthday gifts, you are in a kid's mindset. Yep. Um, you're just like, all right, what I do I got to do to get the gift? Here's yep. the deal. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I give this person a gift, am I going to get one in return? And then you're probably thinking in your mind, if I give this person a gift, they ain't going to give me shit in return. So, I'm just going to hold off and not give the gift. Right. I'd rather just keep it for myself. Here, Here's what I'm saying. It's all very strategic. It's very strategic. It's <laughs> for me, though, like my wife comes to me like two days ago. Right. And she's like, I think it was actually, uh, yeah, two days ago. It was uh, February 28th. And she's like, hey, wh- what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, listen, all right. First of all, if I want anything, I'll just go buy it. All right. Yeah, you've mentioned that before. All right. So I don't really need anything for my birthday. But if you feel like you want to get me something, here's <clears throat> there's a trick here. Mm-hmm. I am not a fan of birthday cards. Hey, any kind of card. Useless. Pointless but waste of money. Here's any card for any holiday for any reason. Right. But here's where I flip that script. Yeah. I love getting a card for my wife mm-hmm. and my kids because I feel like at that time 
when they give the card, yeah. it gives them the chance to actually say what they want to say. Uh-huh. Outside of that, I don't really care about your card. Sorry, mom and dad, don't care. Mm-hmm. I, you don't need to get me a card. You don't even need to get me a gift right. in my mind. Right. You're saying I want gifts. I'll take gifts all day. I'm saying I don't even need a gift. If, if just you guys showing up last night, that's my gift. Right. I like that. I, I that is is makes me feel fills good. you up. It fills me up. It I don't is. need a physical gift. I don't need a card. Right. I don't need, you know, my brother and uh, sister in law. They they got me a card and a gift. Right. I don't need that from them. Right. right? And I know they know I don't need that. They're they're doing it because they want to, and that's right. fine. Right. Right. But I don't need that. Them showing up. That's what. That's what I want, right? Yeah. My other brother showing up, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. My parents being there, that's what I want. My parents, they, you know, gave me a card, gave me gave me a gift and they and they paid for my dinner. I don't need that though. I just want the but when it comes to cards, I could give two shits about any card whatsoever right. except for if it's coming from my wife or my kids. And the reason I say that is because I just got birthday cards from both my wife and kids. My wife's card she gave me was absolutely amazing. Probably the best card I have ever gotten. Hmm, it was like really, that. it was really good. That's great. F- to start off, I'm not going to, you know, go through sure. what everything says, but the front of it, the one of the best parts to me, the front of it said, I love us. Mm. Not I love you. Mm-hmm. I love us. Mm-hmm. Gr- greatest card I've ever gotten. Yeah, that's great. Um, and that. then with the kids, they got me a funny card, mm-hmm. but what my 15 year old wrote on the card was absolutely amazing. I will forever cherish what he wrote on that card Mm -hmm. because this was another thing I wanted to talk about, but through the 15 year old shit that I deal with, right. Of his attitude and thinking he's top dog, what he wrote on that card to say that I'm his biggest influence, his biggest, um, um, what was the word he used? I can't remember the word he used, but basically he was saying, no matter what we go through, the arguments we get in, I'm, I'm you, I'm just a 15 year old version of you. Right. And, and, and I really appreciate all that you've given me and helped me with. And I was like, dude, that, those two things are amazing to me. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't need all the gifts. They went to the store and they bought some stuff for me and that's sure. great. And I love it, you know, whatever, but I don't need all that stuff. Sure. The two cards is what I liked the most about that. And I don't know if they really understand that, but for me, cards useless, unless it comes from those two. Right. That's just, that's just kind of my take. I don't really need gifts. I don't need cards, but, and you're saying, nah, fuck that. I want all the gifts. Uh, well, I mean, hearing that, Especially when your son's 15, especially from a boy, you know, I would love, absolutely love that. That I completely agree with you. I'm kind of actually, I guess, more talking outside of my family. Okay. Because they're always going to get me a gift. You know, my immediate, you know, my wife and two girls are Mm -hmm. always going to get me something. And if they wanted to get me a card and write something like that, or a note or a letter or something, I would absolutely cherish that, like you said. Um, but yeah, I like gifts. So here's the question. You're turning 50. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're turning 50 now, but say you're, <laughs> you're on the road to 50. You hit the, your 50th birthday. Yeah. We have a big shindig, right? Like 30 people yeah. show up. Right. In your mind, are you thinking, 
All right. For every couple that's here, I should have a fucking gift. <laughs> is that in your mind? When you show up to that Gosh, party, are you thinking? I'm, I'm, well, this is what I'm hoping. That's going to be four more years. I'll be 46 on March 21st. Mm-hmm. I would love, um, by the way, pause, that both of our birthdays are in March. Yes. That just makes complete sense. <laughs> I would hope by the time I'm 50 that I'm not thinking the same way as I am now. Mm. However, right now, I'm not optimistic. <laughs> 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 He's like, what just happened? It's, everything's okay. All right, cool. Just pause for a second. <laughs> so GarageBand was asking a question. And he goes, it's all good. however. <laughs> uh, well, let's just keep it real. I mean, so hitting 40, though. Uh, I would hope to have at least like a quarter of those people to mm-hmm. bring me a gift. I wouldn't no. expect everybody to give, bring me a gift. I wouldn't expect. You wouldn't expect everybody. everybody. No, but you would hope that at least a quarter of those yeah. people would get you something. Yeah. All right. All right. You know, it's not easy. It's, we'll see in 40 years. It's not that far away. It's not hard to satisfy me. My brother last night, he gave me a $25 gift card to start uh, subway. Yeah. Bam. Love it. Right. That's a week you don't have to pay for it. Dude, loving that, man. <laughs> it's like I, I looked at him. I'm like, you know me. You got yeah, it. Right. I have I have Subway damn near every day I'm at work. It's right, right down the road. They know my order. I can just call them up and be like, hey, it's Drew. And they're like, got it. Make right. me a sandwich. It's so easy. I, I have it almost every day. I probably should stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, hey, I already cut back from eating the Chevron greasy foods, all right? right. In the morning, I have a banana now. About mid-morning, uh, I have an apple, and then I wait until lunch, and I go get Subway. Got it. I mean, that's not that bad, right? That's pretty good. It's pretty healthy. You should probably mix in some nuts, but that's pretty decent. Yeah, and I eat. I drink a lot of water. I was drinking a lot of soda. I cut out all the soda. Um, I do have about... I had soda last night, and then I'll have like a 12-ounce can, maybe two 12-ounce cans of of Coke or Pepsi or whatever a a day, and that's it. I'm trying to actually cut that completely out, but I got to get fit, man. Going to Mexico in May, I got to get this dad bod in shape. I don't want to be laying around on the beach like a beach whale. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I drink a lot of water. Me and Michaela drink a lot of water. We have our water bottles everywhere. It's Everywhere we go. Here's the deal, though. I love it. Just hitting 40. It's gonna. It's it's just it's just gonna get harder. You know what I'm saying? I people need to understand. Like when you're younger, it's so easy for you to get in shape. Like because you have all that. It's you know, just metabolism. Yeah, your your metabolism, your your energy level, your yeah. the way your body goes through food. You you have it going for you, right? When you get older, it's a lot harder to motivate yourself. Like I went to bed last night. Like, dude, I'm gonna wake up at seven thirty, go hit the gym, and then head over to Tony's. Fuck that. That didn't happen. Woke up at <laughs> woke up at seven and sat down, played some video games. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that didn't happen. I mean, I, I do need to start hitting the gym, but it's like it's to motivate yourself and then your body takes longer, man, you're at the older you get, right? So 
But people ask me, you know, they're like, oh, you know, yesterday when I was at work, a bunch of people kept coming in saying happy birthday and stuff. And and they kept asking me, you know, you're 40 now. You know, and I was like, yeah, it's just to me, it's just an age, man. I mean, I know I know for the first 40 episodes of our podcast, I lived in the 30s. Right. So and you kept telling me you're milking that. Now I'm in the 40s. But, you know, it's it is what it is, man. Yes. Uh, we have found that. I, for work, I run around a little bit, you know, delivering papers, helping my staff out. I was telling uh, I was telling Josh's son this yesterday when we got together. Mm. I was like, sometimes I feel kind of lazy in the afternoon when I'm just sitting on my butt, watch TV. And then I realized I just ran two to seven miles. Right. You know, running around delivering papers. Not ideal. However, I'm getting exercise. Yeah. I'm, I'm running around a little bit, moving. And so then I don't feel guilty, you know, sitting on the couch. It just happens at one o'clock in the morning and not three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So, uh, but when we get home, and especially when the girls are not home, we have uh, moved from our living room to our bed. And you've talked about this with, with Annie. Yep. Like we have a king size bed. It's super comfortable. Got a TV up Why there. would we go or be anywhere else? <laughs> right. Right. I mean... I don't know if it's sad, smart, okay. Logistically, it makes the don't, most sense. Don't know, <laughs> but that's what we do. Yeah. And we feel okay about it. I feel okay about it. And then it. I think, okay, are we just becoming hermits? I think, no, we're pretty active or we stay pretty busy i help out on wednesdays at church and you know i'm you know still driving michaela around a little bit doing some stuff going to the store you know we hang out with friends a decent amount so it's not like we're becoming shut-ins we stay pretty active Mm -hmm. you know every every once in a while i kind of analyze that what are we what am i doing and what are we doing as a couple are we just right you know right and I think, and we're we're doing all right. It's nothing wrong with us just laying in bed for an evening and just hanging out and talking and watching a show. I don't think so. Uh-uh. I mean, I look at it as like I get up at six in the morning, and I yeah, and she, we both get up super early. Yeah, Shelly gets up at like five forty. Yep. You know, it's not we get up early. I get up and at six, beat. and, and I'm forty five, man. I don't normally get home till four thirty five. And that's 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 a lot of time away. And at some point, I'm going to have to go to sleep. So I look at it as like I'm literally home at like five o'clock and I'm nodding out if I don't get a nap by right. like 10, 11. Right? Right. right. That's like a five, six hour time frame there that I'm at home. I'm probably going to leave at some point to go to the store if we need to go or this or that. So when I get a chance to sit down and either you know, play a game or go upstairs and relax on the bed and watch TV with my wife. I feel bad about it at all. Yeah. We have some young friends that are constantly moving and that it's hard for them to sit and just sit and relax. Very difficult. And there's one or two in particular that I've talked to about this and have said, you know, you just got to 
I mean, you're just going all the time. There's another project and another project on top of that project. And, and I understand that to some degree. They're 10 years, 11, 12 years younger than I am. So we're completely different. They have young kids, completely different phase of life. I'm like, we'll see what they're doing when they're when they hit 42. Because you just slow down. Yep. You just want to rest. Yep. I've been going. I'm 40. I'll be 46. 46 years. 46 years of a lot of moving. Yep. How yep. many years did you say you worked for the company you worked for? 27. Dude, and you, and that's a lot of moving, man. Yeah. So I'm ready to just kind of rest a little bit. Chill it out. Chill it out. Take a chill pill, man. That's right. Take a chill pill. Enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. I I was telling another guy that I, and that's the other thing is I try to meet with guys, you know, just guys. And I've been meeting with this guy on and off, um, talk to him about this kind of stuff and, um, you know, what we do to kind of stay active and keep our mind going and stuff like that. I'm like, I, you know, I do what I think I can and, and, um, but yeah, over, overall, I kind of like just sitting. I don't like, I don't need to be moving. I, 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 there's, I, I told him, I said, there's, I'm, we're at the point now where our kids are doing our own thing. And we've may have talked about this before. I can't remember, but you know, our daughters are 20 and 18. They're both going to be gone tonight. They were gone last night. They're hanging out with friends and we're going to be gone too. And, um, I said, we're kind of at the point where we want to find couples where their kids are maybe close to where we're at. It doesn't have to necessarily be, but just a couple that we can just hang out with. Like your, your parents have certain couples that they just get together with. Yep. Almost all the time. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. That's the stage we're at. It's like, you know, and it doesn't mean going out. I'm fine with just sitting on the couch and just chit-chatting and being with the company. Yeah, hanging out, that's playing sequence or whatever. Out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. <clears throat> so. Hey, you get to that point. I mean, we and Harry talk about it all the time. We, you know, we have the whole weekend to just <laughs> lounge around and do nothing, right? Yeah. And then... Monday comes and we'll be like, oh, you know, Sunday night will come. We'll be like, oh, we'll get that tomorrow night. And I have to look at her and be like, all right, Monday, that's lazy day, man. Here we just lounge around all weekend. (laughs) Monday's lazy day because it's like, oh, that's the first day back. Just, you know, you don't really, once you get home from work, (laughs) you want to just chill it out, you know. We're just constantly. And Friday's lazy day too. (laughs) Constantly done with finding the week. a day to be lazy day. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, tomorrow. I think I'm just gonna just rest because I got all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, hey, you gotta take a break from all this uh, shit I'm doing. Just take a break, relax. That's right. But hey, I feel uh, I feel good. I feel good for being 40. So it's an uphill climb, not a downhill climb. That's what I keep looking at it like. Right. So speaking of being 40, yeah. A big thing happened. I did post about it on Facebook. Um, Annie and I, uh, my wife, me and her, went and got LASIK eye surgery. Oh, that's right. Now, this is huge. And I did say on Facebook I would explain why I chose the place I chose. You did. Um, So 
if you're looking, I, I want to say if you're looking to people that are out there listening to this and are thinking, oh, yeah, LASIK, I might be looking. Greatest thing I have ever done to my body is getting LASIK eye surgery. Um, it There is a, a six-hour time frame that you it, – it's kind of awkward and weird. And for me, it was an hour of trying to fall asleep. And they say it's like cutting onions, not even close. My eyes burned like it had sand in them, and they were open underwater in a chlorine pool. So I wouldn't say cutting onions was the proper description. I've cut onions before, and your (laughs) eyes just kind of burned, you know, and you're like, ooh. This was like I could not open my eyes. They burned so bad. And then, you know, about an hour went by. I ended up falling asleep and, you know, woke up five hours later and I was fine. So it's, it's Annie went right home, fell asleep, woke up six hours later, nothing. She didn't really feel other than maybe the ride home. She a little bit, but she fell asleep right when she got home. But greatest thing I've ever done. Now, the reason I picked King LASIK, which is where I went Mm -hmm. name drop there, went there. Mm -hmm. Um, I did call another place. Um, They were a bit more expensive. Um, They were good too, but I did a lot of reviews uh, looked up King LASIK, and this guy's got over 200 reviews. He's got over 200 reviews on Google. Now, who can you say has over 200 reviews on Google with only one one star and two four stars? All the rest of them are five stars. Right. That's a shit ton of reviews, and you've got one one star? Are you kidding me? That's That's ridiculous. So the more I started to look into it. And then when we went there, treated very well. When Annie went in to go do her surgery, we were sitting in, they have this relaxation room they sit you in before you go in for your surgery. And so I went in there and was sitting in there with her. And there was a guy in there. And then another couple came in after he left. But we were talking to the guy and the guy said, I've traveled down here uh, from Seattle because I want King to do my eyes. Mm. He goes, I did a lot of research myself. He's like, the best on the West coast basically. And then the other couple that came in, um, the gal was getting her eyes done and she said, um, I I freak out about this kind of stuff because I went to the doctor, the doctor gave me the wrong medication one time. And so from in my mind, I think that I'm being played by the doctors basically Mm -hmm. like, because I, I was given the wrong prescription and it was, didn't turn out good for me. Mm -hmm. And she goes, but I did a lot of research. This guy is well known for doing this. And so King LASIK, I mean, I went in to meet with the guy with uh, my wife and, and he was, you know, checking her eyes before the actual surgery. Um, and I had asked the question and said that I did my research on him and I just let him know that. And he said, in the 15, over 15 years that I've been doing this, I've done 175,000 of these surgeries, 175,000. That's a lot. And he said, not one time has there been somebody that I haven't been able to fix something that they didn't like about what was done. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, you can't, I mean, every, every client's pretty much been happy. That one guy that gave him a one star, I'm pretty damn sure the guy can still see. He just probably wasn't happy with the experience. I mean, right. everything that the guy said in his one star yeah, they put you through that, but they let you know all of that. I mean, and he was mm-hmm. like, it was very traumatic for me. No, it's not traumatic. They mm-hmm. let you know everything mm-hmm. that's going to happen. 
pressure on your eyes. This is what we're going to do. They walk you through every step. They do it like three or four times before you go in for the surgery, and then they do it while you're in the surgery. Right. So it's not like you're like shocked when you go in there. But we picked him because of that. Um, also, what helped was my parents and my sister went there 20 years ago, and their eyes are still good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't you can't beat it. So price wise, though, they were about 500 bucks cheaper than the other guy we were looking at, um, which was Will Vision Laser, which I've heard he's good too. Um, and then because me and my wife did it together, they gave us an extra discount. So that's kind of why we picked them. But greatest thing, greatest thing I've ever done. I told you, mm-hmm. as I'm looking at you with your glasses on right now, <laughs> I told you, you need to get it done. Right. Have you, have you even thought of ever about getting it done? Yeah. I've talked to multiple eye doctors about it and, um, it's just been a choice not to well, and money because it's not covered with insurance. We both have Kaiser and they don't cover it at all. Yeah. So it's, it's considered a cosmetic surgery. So yeah, it's selective. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, you've, you've thought about it, I've but thought about it. It's not like hard. Thinking. It. Yeah. Not hard. Oh, if I had 34, $3,700, you know, I don't want to go in debt for it necessarily. For sure. But if I had that, you know, I'd consider I'd probably have my wife do it before me. Oh, yeah. She's got glasses. Um, yeah. So. Whose are worse? Her uh, eyes or yours eyes? Your I'm eyes. pretty sure mine are. Yours are worse? Hers have gotten worse, but mine have got to yeah. be really bad. Now, they do tell you when you go in, they say your your eyes have to be corrected, right? So they do say that. When you get older, when you get into like your 50s, um, your eyesight for close reading, just if you if you have already corrective lenses, right, your eyesight for reading closely is just going to um, uh, get worse. That's what I've heard. And you're going to need the bifocals, right? That's now you'll too. have to buy prescription bifocals, right? Because right. you need your prescription glasses with the bifocals in them. So they do say... The LASIK will not stop that. Yeah. You, you, is all it's helping is your vision to see out there, you know, to actually yeah. see what you're seeing, right? But as far as reading up close, once you turn like 50, you're still going to need to go. The difference is you won't need to buy prescription bifocals, yeah, which costs five, 600 bucks. You'll just right. be able to buy some Walgreens ones, right. you know? <clears throat> I so, heard the same thing. And some people, like my mom, she had it done, and she's like, do I need bifocals to read? No. But I use them just because it's easier. Right. But she's like, I don't, I don't actually need them. I can read just fine. Right. So, but um, they do tell you that. They do tell you that this isn't going to stop that process. This is just fixing your eyes so you can actually see what you need to see. So, but dude, for thirty five hundred bucks to get it done and not, I mean, not having to wear glasses or anything. We were looking at buying prescription sunglasses for Annie because she's like, she was way worse than me. She couldn't even see without her glasses on. Right. Mm -hmm. We were looking at buying prescription sunglasses for like going down for our trip Mm -hmm. to Mexico Mm -hmm. and to get like a cool looking pair of prescription sunglasses. They're like 600 bucks, man. And so it's like, 
you buy those and then you got to buy glasses and then you got to buy another pair of glasses because sometimes right. it's better to have two pairs of glasses. Like I had a pair of glasses at my office and a pair of glasses at home because right. I kept, I only had one and then I'd forget them, right? So then mm-hmm. I just decided to get two. Well, that's like 500 bucks right there. Plus every two years you got to get a new prescription, go get a new set of glasses and all that stuff. Well, for 3500 bucks, you get it done, no more glasses, and it comes with a lifetime of enhancements. So right. can't beat it, dude. But if you're looking someday. at it, someday, man, someday, someday. I mean, I've seen people talk about, oh, yeah, I got it done, and they're like in their 60s. I mean, because it's. I think it's worth it even if you're, even if you're older, you right. know? right. They say prime candidates are like in their mid thirties, mm. but because they say in your early twenty fives, your eyes haven't fully developed and and got to the point where as bad as they're going to get. So if you get it done when you're early twenties or you know even mid twenties, by the time you're in your mid thirties, your eyes could have gotten worse and you're going to need it again. Right. So I mean, I I ran into Walgreens to get my eye drop medication, and the gal was like, "Yeah, I had LASIK done." It was really fun and it was cool and I liked it. And I, she's wearing glasses. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, you had LASIK done and you're wearing glasses? She's like, well, I had it done when I was like 25 and I'm like 35 now. So my eyes are worse. I'm like, oh, well, you know, but she's like, I just need to go in and get them done again. You right, know, right. So, and that's the nice part about having the lifetime of enhancements. The one thing that I thought was funny, which we talked about, which they were like, for the best technology, and lifetime of enhancement. Yeah. And I was like, so like, what if I didn't want the best thing? Could you give me like the medium technology? Right. <laughs> like, is there like a $500 discount if I go a little lower grade? You know, I mean, people, you're messing with your fucking eyes. Okay. Right. So let's make sure to get the best technology. Right. But I do like the, uh, the form they make you read and stuff. Cause they're like, they make you read the six page form and it right. talks about, well, you could go blind. Um, now I looked it up. There's never been a case of LASIK. The LASIK surgery alone has never been the reason ever in any LASIK surgery. Not just this guy. Any has never been the reason for a person going blind. It's because something else was wrong with their eye that made them go blind. Right. Um, and then the other one was the machine can malfunction in mid laser. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, it's possible that you won't be able to get LASIK done because it'll ruin something. Mm. And they'll, they'll one, they're going to have, they have to wait like three or four weeks for your eye to heal before Mm -hmm. they can try to do it again. Mm -hmm. And two, after three or four weeks, once they check it, you may not even be able to get it done because it may screw something up. So when, so when I went in there for Annie's day after checkup, I was like, uh, so I was reading this and it says the machine can malfunction. I was like, do you guys ever, have a machine malfunction. And the lady said, in the over 10 years that I've been here, the, sh- the machine has never malfunctioned. The only time I can think of a machine malfunctioning was 20 years ago when I was with another company. The machine malfunctioned one time. Mm. And that was 20 years ago. Right. Technology is gone. Sense, yeah. yeah. And so she said, Way they, more advanced now. She said, uh, after every two surgeries, this is at King LASIK, every two surgeries, they uh, recalibrate the machine mm-hmm. and check it to make sure everything's, right, right. and they're constantly right. keeping it, you know, updated. So, I mean, I was fine, but there is that possibility to say that you can, I mean, they give you all the warnings, just like any surgery. Right. You know, right. But hey, 
Those well, are I'm my... glad you guys were able to do it. Yeah. Especially before your trip. Yeah. Because now she can just get a pair of sunglasses yep. and not worry about it. Which we already did. She As soon as she got the surgery signed up and we had the date planned, she was like, I need these. And she went to some Australian place <laughs> called these. Key, <laughs> Key Sunglasses or something. Mm-hmm. She was like, I want these. And they were like 60 bucks or some Australian place that makes sunglasses. And yeah. I was like, well, if you're getting a pair. So I looked on there and I was like, I want these. So we both got a pair yeah, of sunglasses cool. from there. So now we got you know, sunglasses for the trip. But yeah, that was another reason that we jumped on it at this time right, because right now, right. May we're going to Mexico and we don't want to be wearing glasses, right. you know, everywhere. So it's Stupid great, man. Glasses. It's great. And for me, uh, I had, a, I have astigmatism in my uh, left eye. I yeah, think it is. Same. And so, yeah. So watching the way I found out I needed glasses was when I went into the office, looking at a screen all day long was giving me headaches, making me sick. Right. And so um, I think it was my mom who was like, you might want to go get your eyes checked. Right. So I went and got them checked and they're like, yeah, you got astigmatism. That's what's causing the headaches. So um, by doing the LASIK, they take care of the stigmatism as well. So it does take a little longer to heal, Mm. but that's good to know. It does take a little longer to heal, but it does take, they take care of that too. So now watching the screen, I don't even need glasses for that or anything. Now, it, you know, my eyes get tired and they wear down because the stigmatism takes a little longer. It does. Mm-hmm. It, they say three months to fully heal. Mm-hmm. So, but it took care of that. That was my main reason of doing it. Like I need to get this taken care of. And then on top of that, it gave me 2015 vision. Can't right. beat it. Sweet. So that's pretty cool. <clears throat> well, I'm happy any- for you guys. Do you got anything? You got anything on the? Uh, I mean, it's been a month, dude. Give me some shit. Uh, uh, no, not a ton. Did you hear about the challenge that I thought about you and I heard about it, and I kept forgetting to look it up, but it was one another one of those teen challenges that kids were doing, and it was um, kids were like disappearing for 48 hours or something like that seriously on purpose <laughs> like just in their house no let me see if i can find it really quick like they would run away from home is <laughs> something if my kid wants to disappear for 48 hours and i don't got to pay for anything <laughs> fucking do it man thank you it's called a 48 Save me money <laughs> 48 hour challenge police warn parents of new viral challenge Encouraging kids to go missing. What are you warning me for? What are you warning me for? Uh, Authorities are warning parents of a new challenge for kids that is making the rounds on social media. It's called the 48-hour challenge. Here's how it works. It's fucking kids. 48-hour challenge. (laughs) Idiot kids. Here's how it works. The challenge encourages teens to go missing for up to two days at a time. 48 hours and gives them points for every social media mention while they are missing. What do the points do? According to the sheriff's sheriff's office in Indiana, which initially issued the warning to parents. It's unclear who, what gives out points and where exactly they go. Officials say parents are encouraged to talk to their children about social media, what platforms they use post who they're messaging and also discuss dangers. Runaway and missing person reports are very serious matters. <laughs> oh my Jesus. Why do we even have to say this? Oh my Jesus. And use these attention seeking type challenges, pulls law enforcement away from many other duties, causes unnecessary anxiety with friends and family. 
Okay, first of all, they put this in the article like the fucking kids are reading it. First of all, uh, <laughs> running away is a serious issue. Yeah, you're talking to adults because right, right now you're speaking to the parents. Warn your kids to please not do this, right? right? You're not talking to the kids. Second of all, what has the world come to here? Social media, man. I mean, well, it's the use of social media. You can't blame the thing, right? It's like blaming the gun yeah. for shooting somebody. Yeah. It was the tool that shot somebody, but it's the idiot behind the trigger that. Right. Know. Right. So it's the idiot that's sitting behind the phone or the screen that figures these challenges out and then they use social media. It's very, I, I would say, when I was younger, I had a friend, or it might have just been me. <laughs> I don't remember. But it's a very, very, very narcissistic thought. When I was a kid, there were points in my life where I'm like, I don't know if I have that many friends. And I'm like, I kind of wish I could like disappear and then see how many people would come to my funeral. Actually, I think I do remember talking to a friend about this. And... Um, this was your thought. Yeah. And I was a kid. This, this was not when I was an mm -hmm. adult, but I was, you know, early teens, maybe mm -hmm. like who would, you know, I don't know if I really have that many friends, but I, I want to know, I guess how popular I am or not popular I am. But if I could just see who, how many people that would, I don't know if that would make me feel good, but that's kind of translated in social medias, right. With like likes and acknowledgement yeah. of a post or whatever. Yeah. It's like, and I've been guilty of it when you just like want to know or who's been, who responds to it. And it's my issue. It's not social media's issue. Yeah. It's my narcissistic thinking. It, all about me who likes me who responding to me and it's I, I wonder if it's the same with this challenge where you know they hop on social media and they find out who's responding or how they're responding or how much attention they're getting that's you exactly know. what it is and it's that's like the worst form because it's such it's so dangerous and it does pull resources off of real situations yeah right I mean, that's exactly what it is. My 15-year-old, uh, he, he'll he write a comment on a YouTuber's Yeah, we talked page, about this, yeah. And if he gets like 10 comments or 10 likes on that comment on that YouTuber's page, he's like ecstatic, right? Yeah, so it's filling something that he may or may not need. He may not need that, but it gives him something, and it's such a false fill yeah it's such a false like heart fill yeah or mind fill it's to the point for me it's to the point where i don't even want to post on facebook anymore right and i actually, don't very often right so like yesterday my birthday right and i wanted to say something right but i didn't want to say something for the attention. That's not what yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah, it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, what's the, what's the most simplistic way? And I thought, you know what? I'm turning 40. Okay. So it's kind of a big, when you hit 40, people think of it as this yeah. big, Oh, he's, he hit 40. Right? right. So I thought I'll take a, I'll take a picture of my face to just be like, and say 40, just to be like, 
here's where I am at 40. Right. I don't need the likes. I don't need the comments. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying um, Facebook, I turned 40 by saying 40. And this is what it looked like to me. Not that bad. I'll keep on rolling. Right. Right. But I almost didn't do it because I don't want people to feel like, oh, he's looking for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah Let me yeah, hit the yeah, like yeah, button. Yeah, yeah. Let me hit this button. Let me I, give him a comment. I feel like that sometimes, too. I Sometimes I feel like on Facebook, you could just turn comments off. Yeah. 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 There are sometimes when I well, there's posts that I, I ask questions that I want comments. So I will go back to it because I, I'm looking for something. Right. Right. And that's different. That's completely different. That's totally different. That's completely that's different. That's not looking for that. That's not looking for attention. That's looking for information. And I, you know what's kind of annoying is when I post a picture of me and Shelly and it's, and it's, I said, we're adorable. And we got a lot of, you know, likes and comments and stuff like that, which is fine. And, you know, and I'm being a little bit. I don't know if sarcastic is the right word, but I just said we're adorable. I know what you're meaning when you say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. So, but then I put yesterday, I'm listening to this podcast and they're talking about um, relationships and marriage and couples and all of that and therapy and all that. So I, I just posted who here went through significant amount of therapy before they were married. And I got like three comments back and I was hoping for more because I'm, I'm looking for information Mm -hmm. and I'm looking for feedback and I'm looking for thought. But you did say, and I think this is where, I think if you wouldn't have said this, you would have gotten more people saying, yes, we did. But you did say not, you said, I'm not, you were basically saying, I'm not talking about counseling for the marriage. I'm talking about getting counseling before you got married for yourself or whatever. And I knew, and I said significant. Right. Which both of those things I knew when I was posting it was going to limit the responses. Right. Right. So I don't know if I should, uh, there was one person Janelle, I don't know if she still listens to this podcast or not. She better. That um, did, ex- well, she did what I hope most people do because she just got remarried. Yep. And she did exactly what a person should do. She said, I had two different therapists. He had three different therapists that worked on three different things. And yep. me, two different things. And I had to make sure I had got my picker right, which is a word that I use with people. Yep. And I was like, you are smart. I have, um, I respected her already, but even more respect for her. Yeah. And I'm like, this gal's got her shit together. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Figured and it I, out. And she gets, she got it. She gets, gets it. it. Yes. I loved what she said on her post. Mm-hmm. She did exactly what I w- would hope every human being would do. But I listened to this podcast and it was really interesting about couples and and it just got me thinking about even more so about um this is probably a whole other podcast or we may have talked about this before but you know my girls getting some therapy before they get married and I'm like mm. you know a significant amount you know so um, their head is right. You know, yeah. they're thinking is, you know, they're 
thinking maybe differently than they would without it and um and their pickers right to for the most part and and they know maybe how to deal with men in a certain way because we're both very different so it's not just making sure that they heal their parental wounds that kind of guide them uh to a spouse but also how you know learn how a man thinks and how they react or how you react and to certain things and maybe you should react a little bit differently um, figuring all that out before you get into a relationship. Yeah. Which people don't do. No. And I think that, uh, at all world, they can... meet, they date, they date for a while and they get married and then it's a shit show. And the world continually fucks that up because, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that word, um, just to say it. I'm, I'm, I'm meaning it in the sense that they literally fuck it up up okay mm-hmm. because you look at bachelor you look at these shows uh me and annie saw this we're watching this new one it's just a trash show called temptation yeah. island and uh you look at the the show um uh what's it called um x on the beach for mtv where they bring people and their exes back yeah. into the house and all this and what do all these shows have in common all these people have no idea what they're doing they have no idea. None of those, and I, I guess we're we're probably getting on a righteous soapbox, but none of those TV should or none of those shows should be a thing. No, no. And they go on there. And you listen to them. They constantly are so just... unhealthy. Yeah. And this is my problem with the Bachelor and Bachelorette. I have never, well, I can't say that I've never watched. I've seen clips, and you know, I've I've, I've watched the episode here and there, but the whole thing is an absolute disgrace. It's not how people work it's not how relationships work yeah and the fact that you have 20 people vying for one and you're all in the same house yeah and he's he or she is being physical being mental it's just okay cheating on people yeah yeah (laughs) what yeah, that's get, my thing. It's, it's like, how, just how okay are any that. of these people yeah. okay with this? If you were in a that's real hard relationship. enough when you're just with one person and, you know, yeah. but you and then they're all in the same house. Like, and I'm not trying to be this prude. It's mentally, it's just not right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not healthy for anybody. Yeah. And I got I, I got to tell you. So I watched uh, I watched the bachelor bachelorette with my yeah. wife. Right. We've talked about this. So I'm watching last week's and it's the hometowns where he he takes the four girls to their home. Right. And and Colton, the guy that's the bachelor, he he's really big. All the guys for the bachelor say they're really big on asking the father for the permission. Right. And. So he goes in, he asks the first dad, and the first dad's like, yeah, you know, I think I'd be, and I'm thinking, idiot number one, okay? Goes to the second house, asks the next dad, and the dad's like, yeah, I think I can do that, idiot number two. Goes to the third house, asks the dad, and the dad at first was like, you know, I just don't know, and then he went and talked to his daughter, and then he went back to Colton before he left and said, yeah, I think I can give you my blessing, you know, to marry my daughter. Idiot number three. So far, I've got three idiots out of the four. Goes to the fourth house. First time I've ever seen it. The dad goes, are you kidding me? I don't know you. Yeah. You're some dude. Yeah. He goes, 
I'm not giving you that. I'm, a, I'm Are you kidding me? How You're I would some do. dude. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And he left and he didn't give him his okay. And I was like, you know what? Amen, I hope brother. he continues to stay with that. I hope right. that dad, if, cause is what they'll do is if he, if she gets down to the final two, which I think he's going to end up picking this girl. Right. And she's the only girl to not say I'm falling in love with you. And he has said to the camera, I'm falling in love with this girl, but I need her to say it back. And she says to the camera, I ain't saying anything Which, unless I am a hundred percent positive right. that I am falling for this guy. Right. I'm not going to tell him nothing. And so, and he's, and he kept her. Which I think is reflected. I think you, you're seeing the same values between the dad and the daughter. And the daughter, correct. And the and the dad All this is lining up. I'm hoping that when cuz is what'll happen if he she she gets down to the final two is he's going to end up calling the dad, right? And saying, "Hey, I need your, you know, it, it, I need your blessing, blah blah blah, whatever, right?" I hope the dad still says no because I get where he's coming from. As a father, you're sitting here going you're just some dude. And he said right. that to the camera. He said, he's just some guy. Yeah, he's a guy. Do I know he's a good guy? No, I don't know that. He mm -hmm. seems like a good guy, mm -hmm. but I don't know who he is. Right. And I'm not going to give you my blessing to go marry my daughter when I you've known her for four weeks. Right. Get the F out of here, dude. Are you kidding me? So the problem is, is that you you look at it and you go, Oh, all these shows are a mess and bachelor, especially because all these women go on there and it's like, would they do this in real life? But it, their dads are saying yes, right along with them. Right. That's what they have. That's what they're going after. Right. I don't want my daughter to have that same philosophy. Right. I want my daughter to grow up going, no, that's not right. Right. That's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay to go in a house with 25 other women right. and let all of them make out with this guy and me think, oh, yeah, that'll be my husband someday. <laughs> <Right>. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. not okay. it's not okay. Now, do I get enjoyment watching it? Absolutely. Yeah, it's can't. a mess. I can't do it. <laughs> but it's not and okay. it's not even it's not even I separate why I can't watch it from what I just said. I just can't watch it. I can't stomach it. I can't it's the same thing said over and over. So it's not because of what we just talked yeah, about. Yeah, it's not the morality part right, of it. Right. At all. Yeah. I'm not like boycotting it based on morals or what I think is right. I just can't watch it because it's right. absolutely garbage TV. <laughs> it's, it I is, can't handle it. It is garbage. You should try watching Temptation Island, dude. That's even yeah. bigger trash. Mm. So let me give you the breakdown. Because, and this, I think part of it, well, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong now that I think about it. Maybe I am still connecting that moral part of it where I'm thinking I'm watching it and I'm, I'm, Visually, I'm seeing all of what we just talked about and all I can think about. It's like if you go to a strip joint and all you can think about is, where's your dad? What kind of relationship do you have with your dad? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I right. You're just a where's mess. your family. You're a mess. You should not be doing this. Why aren't you in school? Why aren't you? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you with your family? It's kind of like that. Like mm -hmm. my mind automatically goes. This is not natural. Yeah. This should not be happening. And then I'm out. So maybe I, maybe I have to correct myself and say I'm still putting the morals piece well, it's on like, it. 
Plus, it's just garbage TV. It's it's garbage. I mean, this Temptation Island, it, they basically took four couples who are on the verge of like making this an everlasting thing, right? They've been <laughs> dating for, you know, five, six, seven, eight years in some cases. And so they brought them into an island. And they separated the couples. So the women went in the women lodging and the men went in the men lodging. And in the men lodging, there's 15 single women that they get to hang out with and sleep there with them. But they don't, they all, all the men have their own room and they go on dates with these women and stuff. And in the women lodging, there's 15 single men and they go on dates with them. And the whole goal is to see, can you make a connection with somebody else or is this who you really want to be with? And of I'm course like, you can make a connection uh, with somebody else. Yeah. Duh. Duh. I mean You don't have just one person that you can be married to or go out with. And the and it, you have three, four billion people on this earth. Yeah. There's not just one person. And how I heard this on a podcast or something. It's like, how is your one person end up in the same city you are? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Of course you connect with somebody else. Yeah. You have there's, common interests. There's or plenty common, of people out there or, you can connect with. Right. It's all about. And why the hell are you doing this after five, six years in? Yeah. Yeah. One of them. Either was, you're committed or you're not. One of them was like, well, you know, I, I want marriage. And, and he's saying he doesn't want to do that yet. And so. They lose his ass. I, I figure we need to come here and and, oh. and see if he wants to be with somebody else. Then if that's the you're case. Wasting your time. And I could now, just answer your question right now. Right. And now he's. He's obviously, of course, he's an idiot, too. He's like, I'm starting to feel for this girl. And and I hate it when people on these shows use the word feelings because feelings, people, they freaking lie to you. OK, right. so stop using the word right. feelings. OK, right. I, I really feel for this girl. And she's over here because every once in a while they get to go watch a little you know, 20 second clip of what their other half has been doing. Right. And she's over here getting hurt watching his clips. And now she's starting to realize we never should have come here. Yeah. You, you idiot. <laughs> Duh. Oh my God. <laughs> it took this you is why I'm here saying to get to I, that point. I can't get like, I can't watch them because I, that's, I can't get past thinking about that. Like yeah. I can't just, I can't enjoy the shit show. My mind doesn't work that way. You can't enjoy the shit show. I I can't just belly up with my mouth open and just watch it. Yeah. And not think about that stuff. I can't. It's impossible. Of course, you put somebody in that situation. Of course, they're going to be attracted to other people. Duh. All of those people are there for reasons, give you attention, and it feels good. Yeah. I could have told you, well, I don't know if I want to get married. That comment right there, I could have saved you all this hassle and just say you need to lose him. Right, right. He's not well, committed. We're looking to make that next big step, and and we're just thinking that um, we Stop need to come thinking, on here and, and see if if it's you know if it's really if it's really meant to be, we'll last through this. What? Mm. What? Dumb. I can't do it. Idiots. I can't do it. And then they're all crying in their in their little separate little diary room sessions. Yeah. They're all like, "Oh, I just don't understand." You're an idiot. And listen, I'm not perfect. I don't. I don't want to stand on my moral soapbox and you know, no, absolutely, point down at everybody. Yeah. But this is pretty simple. 
I mean, come on. It's pretty simple. It's it's not rocket rocket science. If here. he if he already didn't want to get married, you should have lost him years ago. Yeah. And you should have expected this. Oh, and he his reasoning for not getting wanting to get married, the guy in that one relationship out of the four, yeah. his reasoning for not wanting to get married was because his dad cheated on his mom and the woman that he cheated on his mom with ended up killing his dad. And he's afraid that if he gets married, he'll end up on he'll end up cheating on his wife. And so then the, then he'll be just like his dad and he doesn't want to be. And so that's why he doesn't want to get married and she wants to get married. And so she took him on the show and now he's falling for somebody else, supposedly, because he feels like he's falling for somebody else. He already had sex with the girl that he's that he's on the show with. And she's over here. She doesn't want to watch the videos. They give her a video to watch 20 second video. She'll put the ear pods in and close her eyes to watch it. And the producer will ask her, why aren't you watching the videos? And she'll walk away from the things because she doesn't want to talk to anybody about it. She doesn't want to watch it. She goes, I'm assuming they're having sex, this but I don't want to watch it. This should never be a thing. <laughs> it's 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 a mess, dude. They, it never should be on TV. It never should. I mean, I almost think, well, they're stupid. The couples are just dumb. But I think these people that are that put those shows on are just evil. Oh, yeah. You should hear the host. It's, it's all about making a dollar, you know, whatever. The host Making is sitting money. there acting like this is, oh, yeah, oh, see, this is, uh, yeah, see, these are the kind of feelings that we were thinking you would start to, you know, do you really want to be with this? You know, this is good. This is, no, and, and I'm sitting good. here going, you're an idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot, and you're playing with these people is what yes, you're doing. Yes, exactly. It's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> that guy needs to be in a shitload of therapy about his whole daddy issues and mom killing whatever. Right. That's where you need to be, not on Temptation Island trying to figure out if you could come in or not. Yeah, because listen, you ain't your dad, yeah. all right? <laughs> you're your own self. And if you feel like you're going to do that, then you need to be in therapy for that. It's a lot of dumb people. Instead, he's on freaking Temptation Island going on dates with a bunch of different girls and then ended up having sex with one of them. Right. Because he feels like he's he's never felt this kind of connection before. That's what he said. It's I mean, it's <laughs> trash, man. It is. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I look at it and I think, you know what? If I watch this, it makes for good conversation <laughs> at some point. <laughs> but me and Annie watch it together. And we're just like, oh, my gosh. Like. Duh. Like you just said, duh. The one person you're supposed to be with didn't land at your doorstep, okay? There's billions of people in the world. Right. You're going to make connections with a lot of them. Yes. It's, it's how are you, you going to commit to this one? Right. It's how you and handle And if you that. can't, that's fine. If you need to be single and date lots of people for the rest of your life, nobody's saying you can't do that. Nobody's saying you can't do that. Right. Probably not the right decision, but nobody's saying you can't do right. that. You know? I mean, come on, come on. A lot of F-bombs in this one. I'm sorry, but, you know, when it <laughs> when we get to talking and we're talking about idiots. Right. I mean, that was one of the other things I had on my notes was new idiots. Right. I think that we can agree that each couple that went on this Temptation Island show. Oh, yeah, they're dumb. Is an idiot. They're idiots. I can't tell you how many times I watch uh, the X on the Beach show, right, for mm -hmm. MTV, which is they bring a bunch of singles in and then slowly bring their exes in 
and and see if there's they can rekindle connections, right? right. How many times one show? Oh, I'm I'm feel I, I I just have such strong feelings for this person and this and this and this. Then like five minutes later, they're in the diary room. I don't know what I'm feeling because my ex just showed up, and I mean he makes me feel a certain type of way. And they say the word feel and feelings so many times. I just want to grab them by the neck and be like, "Are you freaking kidding me? Stop with this whole feelings thing." I mean, this is it. Quit it rocket science with i mean you've have history with that person so of course you're going to have mixed up feelings about them right you you were intimately with them for however long so of right. course all that's going to be stirred up um it's, i don't know it's it's not even worth talking about <laughs> it's not even worth it if you all could see tony's look right now <laughs> it's so stupid well, is that good? What are we at? Like an hour or something? Hour and three minutes. Oh, perfect. Hour and four. Perfect. <laughs> well, I just want to say we're back on it. Yes. Every Saturday we'll start meeting. Yes. Every Tuesday we'll start dropping. I'll have to tease this out a lot. Yeah. There will be some times coming up because I know you've got vacations planned. I've got vacations planned. Um, so, but, you it know. It would be great if we can. We've done it a couple times where we've done a couple and then and you put have some two. in the can. Uh-huh. We really need to try to do that because I it works well. I know yeah. you're not a big fan of that, but it uh, it works well when we're, we're going to be gone. But we're not going to be gone for anywhere for a while. I don't think so. I think yeah. we're good for a bit. It's not until May that I leave, and yeah. it's only for a week. And we could probably record and then record when I get back. So yeah, okay, all right. I think that's it. Sounds good, man. All right. Good to, good to see you back. And Absolutely. It's good to be back, and we'll get this up and going. All right. All right. We'll see you. Later.